Hallelujah. We're here with uh, week number four of Walking in the Light podcast, Glory to God. It's a sunny day here in southwest Michigan. We're praising God for that. The sunshine. We're thankful for the new season. We're going to open up with prayer right now. Um, and just see where the Lord has us go today. So, we, Father, we thank you and we love you. We thank you for this time yes. that we have. We thank you for the freedom that we have in you. Hallelujah. We glorify you right Praise now you with Lord. our hearts. We open up our hearts to Lord, you. And we're after what's on your heart in this time. Yes, we bless every single person giving ear to the podcast right now. Lord, we yes, ask Lord. that they would open their hearts. And that we would just have an awesome time in your presence, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus over everything that you would have us say. Holy Spirit, we ask you to have your way in this time. And we expect to see new illuminating revelation from your word today, Lord, as we receive and partake of you so that we can give out to others as we go into this next weekend. So we praise you, Lord, and we give you all the glory as we start this podcast today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So, yes, it's, it's Dawn Eustace, Sherry and Lindsay Gregory with Increasing Light Road Ministries. And again, we're just Hallelujah. so thankful yes, that you're tuning into this podcast. And we just thank you, Lord, that you're doing what only you can do on the earth. And we thank you that you said in your word that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to obey you. So, we worship you and thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So last week, we kind of ended off, um, we were talking about Psalm 91, and we were talking about the ministering angels, and um, Sherry alluded to possibly touching on this next podcast about how to hear from the Lord, or being led by the Spirit. So it just seems to me that we're going to touch on that today. So let's go to Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans 8.14 says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. For the Spirit which you have now received is not a spirit of slavery to put you more in bondage to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption, which by you cry, Abba, Father. Verse 16, the Spirit himself testifies together with our own spirit that we are children of God. So the Apostle Paul is saying, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. So all that are led by him are the mature sons and daughters of God. And we can hear from the Lord. Yes. We can be led by his Spirit who lives and dwells on the inside of us. And even when we get born again, that's how we know in our hearts that we're born again, because it says in verse 16 that the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in Proverbs 20, 27, let's go there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the ability to hear your voice. Yes, Yes, Lord. And I'm reading from the Amplified. It says, the spirit of a man, the factor in the human personality which proceeds immediately from God, is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the innermost parts. What is it reading? And uh, what scripture are you in? Proverbs twenty twenty seven. Do you? Oh, you have the amplified. I have the amplified. Yeah. What do you have? I have the MEV. 
modern English version when I get there, though. I think the few journey pieces. Spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord searching out. Yeah. This one is too. The, belly. the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the heart. Yes. Okay. And then uh, first, first Corinthians um, chapter two. This is just it's this is one of the most important things that we as believers can ever learn and realize and come to know that we can be led by the Spirit, that we can yes. hear from the Lord. That's how He leads and guides us, is by the, the inner witness, by that knowing on the inside of us. And how, how we develop that is by practicing, just like you do anything else. That's right. It's by practicing. Um, I know Brother Hagen used to say, like, intuition or that witness. Well, basically, the way that God's going to leave or lead all Christians the most is by that inner witness. That's right. Um, and so, basically, what it is is practicing the Lord's presence. You get in the Word to renew your mind according to Romans 12. We want to read that maybe first before we go to 1 Corinthians. Um, but we renew our mind, our soul is our mind, our will, and emotions, and that's the part that needs to get um, renewed because when you become born again, your spirit man, you become a new creature in Christ. You become a new creation, which talks about that in Second Corinthians, First Corinthians or, five seventeen, or First Corinthians five seventeen. So um, Romans twelve two and the yeah. Amplified says, "Do not be conformed to this world or this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed." changed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and new attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God even the thing which is good acceptable and perfect in his sight for you amen and so a lot of people read in second corinthians i mean first corinthians 2 um verse 9 I'm just going to go here. We can read the whole chapter, but I'm just going to start here. Um, it says, But on the contrary, as the scripture says, what eye has not seen, no ear has heard, and has entered into the heart of a man all that God has prepared, made, and keeps ready for those who love him, who hold him affectionate reverence, promptly obeying him, and gratefully recognizing the benefits that he has bestowed. Yet to us God has unveiled right. them, and reveal them by and through his spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches diligently, exploring, examining everything, even sounding the profound bottomless things of God, the divine counsels and things hidden beyond man's scrutiny. It says, For what person perceives and knows and understands what passes through a man's thoughts, except the man's own spirit within him? Just so, no one discerns, comes to know, or comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Yes. And oh, so how yeah. we get to know the Lord is through His Word, That's first right. and foremost. That's right. And then after you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Word of the Spirit, as you pray in the Spirit, the Lord teaches you how to hear His voice, how to, how to yield, how to pray, what to even to say as you practice his presence more and more you get that witness he'll speak to your spirit which lives 
Like it says in Proverbs 20, 27, the spirit of a man lives in your spirit. That's right. Did you want to say something, John? No, I was just listening. Just and like I ahead. remember one of the earliest, the way, <laughs> it's kind of funny the way that even as a kid, when I started realizing that I could hear God's voice, he will always try to teach you in natural ways first. Yes. So I remember one of the earliest examples of that. I think I was maybe in, I don't, elementary or middle school, probably middle school. I was at, I was going to my Aunt Sherry's house, actually. <laughs> and um, for some reason, I felt like I should pack my swimsuit because I was staying the night over there that weekend. <laughs> and normally when we go there, they lived in, like, I think Centerville at that yeah. time, and they didn't have a pool or anything, but there was a lake down the road, but we normally didn't really go there. But I just felt like, I'm going to pack my swimsuit, so I did that. Because that was more efficient lake, that lake, I think. Yeah. But there's another one down the road further, but... Yeah. But anyways, we ended up going to, like, Sand Lake or something yeah. with the Stevens family. <laughs> so <laughs> it was cool because God was showing me from a young age that just the littlest thing that he showed you to do... If you're obedient, then you will be blessed by it. Yeah, and right. a lot of times it might just come as you think it's just me, or that's just me, right. or I thought that, or I thought that. But a lot of times, he will, from your spirit, give you a thought. It'll just kind of rise up from your spirit, or you might just start recognizing a prompting, mm -hmm. just a prompting. Like I know one time when I first started learning how to follow the the leading of the Holy Spirit was one night I had went to bed and I had forgotten to lock the front door. And I went to bed, and the Holy, I felt like the Holy Spirit was talking to me and saying, the front door's unlocked. And I, and I thought I had locked it, but so I just laid there and kind of came back again, and I thought, all right, I'm just going to go check that. And it wasn't locked. Mm -hmm. And that's how he teaches us. Mm -hmm. Or just, a, just a, maybe sometimes it may even be just an urge, like... Like, like, don't go this way. Yeah, like when you're driving or maybe taking a walk, don't go down this way, go this way. So just start, if you're just new to following the leading of the Holy Spirit, just start yielding to that. Just start yielding, and basically it's to your heart, because that's where the Holy Spirit lives. That's right, and it says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which I think we talked a little bit about last yeah. time on the podcast, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. So I can remember the Lord had me on that scripture and He, he said, you know, from the littlest things to the biggest things, right. I want you to ask me. Don't think it's too small of a thing or whatever. So even like when you're thinking about where your keys are or where this, you're trying to find something that you need. So I started asking Him, Lord, where's... I can't find my keys and I need to go somewhere. Where are my keys? And if you just wait and listen, it's like almost you just, you get that knowing on the inside right. of you or you get a picture in your mind, oh, this is where they're at. Exactly. And I remember... He brings all things back to your remembrance. You know? One thing, you know, and training the kids and how to hear and stuff, I was taking Justin, my son, to a soccer practice and my youngest son had practice for Little League one day and I got a phone call and I was driving back and Caleb's like, Mom, I can't find my socks, my baseball socks. And I'm like, did you ask the Lord? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. So I, I said, I want you to ask the Lord, and he's going to show you, and then call me back. So as I was driving home, I got another phone call, and he's like, Mom, 
I still, I still don't know. I asked, but I'm, and I'm like, Caleb, I asked the Lord too. And as I was driving, I saw my, my clothes, my laundry basket in front of the dryer sitting there and there was clean clothes that hadn't been put away. And underneath the clean clothes, I mean, it was in the bottom of that clean clothes laundry basket. And I said, Caleb, it's in the laundry room, in the laundry basket, in front of the dryer. So that's how the Lord will show you those things. And it's the littlest things. It's not like a life and death thing. But it's, that's how he teaches you so that as you learn when the little things, when there's more bigger decisions to make, you can count on him to show you the information that you need. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And also, when it comes to the bigger things, then you'll know his voice. Yes. Yeah. And you and always trust. follow the velvet feeling on the inside. That's, that's right. his peace. And yes. you have a feeling of sometimes, like Sherry said, urgency or like uns- unsure. Cause, or a check. Or a check in your heart, like a red light. That means don't go there. That's right. Amen. Or even sometimes you can look at it as a yellow light. Which means pray into it more. Yeah, just wait until you get it. You're yielding. You're just kind of searching. I mean, it might be something that he does maybe want you to do, but not right now. Or, like Lindsay said, pray into it more. But, um, like, talks about in John 10. And that's Jesus talking, the good shepherd. Um, he says in uh, verse 4, it says, When he has brought out his own sheep, he walks on before them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. And John 14, 17 also says, You know him. That's right. So his word says, We know him. So the newest born again Christian can know the leading of the Holy Spirit, but it takes practicing that. That's it takes. Right day in and day out being consistent to on purpose follow those leadings and if you make a mistake God will make your mistakes to prosper nobody's arrived nobody's you know nobody's Jesus but he is endeavoring to teach us and lead us so that he can get us on that path that he has for our life to do the things he's ordained and called us to do and it starts with these little things hallelujah hallelujah I love that that's the picture in um, John 10 that he gives us, the parable of the shepherd. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it in the morning, a lot of times when the shepherds are out, it's foggy kind of, and it's in the pastures, you know. Yeah. But they still recognize the voice. No That's matter right. how unclear it is uh, to their sight, they still hear his voice. So sometimes that's what faith is. You don't really go by what you see, but you know what his word says, and that's how faith comes, is by hearing the word. Amen. Because in verse 5 it says, they will never on any occasion follow a stranger, but will run away from him because they don't know the voice of a stranger. They don't recognize. Exactly. And so basically, the more word you have in your spirit is how you're going to recognize the Holy Spirit. The more you're going to say, yeah, that's the Lord. That's That's the Holy Spirit. I know that. Because I know that's that's the word. That lines up with the word. And the Holy Spirit is always peace. Exactly. He, he leads us forth by peace. So if you're feeling pressured or like you're on a timeline, oh, you better make this decision. Do it, you know, pressure, 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 pressure. 
The enemy, the devil, is the one who puts pressure on us. That's right. And we will have timelines, but the Lord's going to show us things ahead of time. Exactly. Like he's going to be, he'll probably have been dealing with us or dealing with you for weeks about a certain thing. Or you've been inquiring him about a certain thing. He leads us forth in peace. So if you don't have peace, you don't go ahead like Lindsay was talking about. You don't, yeah. if you don't have peace or you have a check... Don't right. go forward. Let that, and, that, and you might be in that holding period, then that's kind of that yellow light. Exactly. Or waiting. You just got to wait longer. Even if man's trying to put pressure on you to make a decision, if you don't have peace, you pull don't back. go forward. Right. You got to pull back. Mm -hmm. and John 16. Oh, yeah, sorry. just going to say this. Um, <clears throat> and he knows where everybody is. So he's that's not right. going to have somebody that's just you know, a new Christian or maybe a Christian that's been a Christian for a while, but now, you know, they weren't really pressing in and they just weren't getting into the Word. He's not going to have somebody new. He's not going to try to lead them in these bigger, big spectacular ways or big, you know, big things. He's going to take you where you are, yes. but you do have to be faithful to do and be a doer of the Word where you're at in order to go to the next step. And even though those little things may seem insignificant to us they're not really to him because right. he appreciates the acknowledgement that yes. we give him because that's, that's right. what fear and reverencing him is and that's what all the whole book of proverbs talks about but uh john 16 13 through 15 talks about the work of the spirit mm -hmm. and it says but when the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but he will speak whatever he hears, and he will tell you things that are to come. Amen. He will glorify me, and he will, for he will receive from me and will declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and will declare it to you. I'm going to read that in the Amplified because the Lord was showing me something about this a while back. It says in verse 13, it says, But when he... The spirit of truth, the truth-giving spirit, comes. He will guide you into all the truth, the whole full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. He will honor and glorify me, because he will take of, receive, draw upon what is mine and will reveal, declare, disclose, and transmit it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. That is what I meant when I said, He, the Spirit, will take the things that are mine and will reveal, declare, disclose, and transmit them to you. So this is talking. This, Jesus was talking the disciples and this was before he went to the cross and before the Holy Spirit came. So he was saying, he will, he will, he will. Well, now he does, he does, That's he right. does. That's right. He does. He's doing it. It's like a, it's a constant thing that he's, the Holy Spirit is continually trying to reveal things to us. Continually Continually trying to communicate and show us things. And he does show us things to come, future things. But the Holy Spirit is, lives and dwells on the inside of us. And he's doing these things. All the time. Amen. I mean, he is the spirit of truth. He is the comforter. He is our guide. He is our teacher. He's the revealer of truth. He helps us. He's yes, our helper. He's our helper. So, 
Um, I want to just go back a little further in chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians and read where we started a little bit. Um, and this is the Apostle Paul. And this is kind of, I was just thinking about this. I mean, we have to set our faces to know him. If you want to follow him, you're going to have to set your attention. You're going to have to set your focus. Set it on the Lord. Set it on him. Do this on purpose. That's right. Being after his heart. Yeah, going after him, after after the relationship. I mean, that's what it is. That's what we have is a relationship. So, um, But the Apostle Paul says in verse 2, it says, I resolve to know nothing, to be acquainted with nothing, to make a display of nothing, of of knowledge of nothing and to be conscious of nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. So he was going after the, the Lord. That's what I was going to say real <laughs> quick is when you were saying that is, you know, a lot of times you're like, Lord, I need an answer. I need an answer. I need an answer. But we're not to seek the answer. That's right. We're to seek him. That's right. And he gives us everything. He's already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So as we seek his face, the answers are going to freely flow That's to right. us. Because you're going after him because you love him. Yes. And you want to be with him. You want to learn his ways. We're supposed to be like him. He died, shed his blood for us. That's To right. have abundant life, it says in John 10. So that's what the Apostle Paul is talking about right here. And he was saying that he, in verse 3, says, I was in weakness and fear and dread and trembling. He was going to speak to these people in the Corinthians. And it says, my language and my message were not set forth. Basically, he wasn't coming there in his own strength. That's right. He wasn't coming there to tell him what he knew. Even though he knew a lot. Even though he did because he had been trained. That's right. And he loved the Lord and he had matured. But he was saying, and my, my message and my language were not set forth in persuasive, enticing, plausible words of wisdom. But they were in demonstration of the Holy Spirit and power. A proof by the Spirit and power of God operating on me and stirring in the minds of the hearers the most holy emotion, emotions, thus persuading them, so that your faith may not rest in the wisdom of men or in what you know. That's right. But in the power of God and in your relationship with Him, yielded to Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So that's that's. I mean, we need to. He's gonna do it. He's gonna show us. He loves us. He wants to help us. He wants us to get where we're supposed to be. He wants us doing what we were created to do. So he's going to, the Father, through Jesus, by his Spirit, and that's the order, is going to do everything in your life to help you get where you need to be, to help you mature in him, to bring revelation to you. But you have to be totally surrendered. He's going to help you, even though you may not be totally surrounded. He's going to help you to get maybe to that place. But that's where you really need to be, is yielded and surrendered, if you want to go after him. If you want clarity. Yeah, and if you want clarity, you want to do the will of the Lord for your life, then that's what you're going to have to do. Right. You're going to have to make God first. Let make He sits on the throne of your life and your heart. And make him first and go after seeking first his kingdom. That's right. Above everything else. And then all these other things that you may need or you need to know will be added to you. That's right. Hallelujah. So that's kind of uh, 
quick download. <laughs> and also in First John, we were talking about this a couple yeah. weeks ago in prayer. Um, I don't know the exact reference right now, but I know it's in First John about action. No, just knowing how people are like, how do I know that I'm following the will of God? And it's like those who love me and do my commandments yes, yes. are the ones who are doing my yeah, will. Exactly. That's so true. if you're seeking his face and just wanting to, you're just coming to understand and know him more, then he's going to be able to, you're going to be able to hear his voice. And obviously, number one, we've been talking about that, but then you're actually going to be doing it. And so the more you do it, the more the impressions of the Holy Spirit will come and the more that you can be Jesus' hands and feet here. And then right. if you don't do what he's shown you to do, maybe there's something he's... A lot of times he will tell you to do something or show you that you need to do this before he can reveal the next. Mm -hmm. So right. if you haven't done what he's already shown you, or you haven't been a doer of the word of the light he's already given you on something, right. That's right. then he's not going to show you the next. That's love. He's not going to yeah. allow you to get ahead That's and right. maybe get hurt because... You didn't do the last thing. It's just like a loving parent. Mm -hmm. They can see the big picture, and they know what you can handle. That's right. Amen. So you need to be obedient to do, and it may be something that you think is not important, but it is important because he knows the path ahead. That's right. And he loves you. Hallelujah. And he's a good father. That's right. And he's faithful. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Well, let's just pray in the Spirit for a few minutes yeah. for our listeners and see if there's anything else the Lord wants spoken out. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. Praise you, Lord. We lift up everybody who's listening and who will ever listen to this podcast. And right now, on purpose, we pray in other tongues. And it says as we pray in other tongues, we're building up ourselves in our most holy faith. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And one thing that you don't ever want to say, really, that you don't want to say, you don't want anything coming out of your mouth that's contrary to what God's Word says. And yet, we've already shown you that it says in the word that you know his voice. That's right. So you don't want, if you're if you're trying to figure out what your next step is or what you're supposed to do, but you're saying, oh, man, I just can't hear him. I can't hear the voice of God. No, you don't want to say those things. You want to declare what God's word says. Because it says in Romans chapter 4, I believe, 417, that God calls those things which be not as though they were. So right now, if you don't have, if you think you don't have the understanding, Amen. You call right. forth the understanding because right. it's already on the inside of you because the, the greater one lives on the inside of you. That's right. So you say, I know the Lord's voice. That, that's the confession that needs to come out of your mouth. John chapter 10, mm -hmm. I know the Lord's voice and a stranger's voice I do not follow. So I know what I need to do at any given moment. I thank it. you, Lord. And speak, speak it. Speak it out. Speak it over your kids. Speak it over your little kids. Yes. They know the Lord's voice. That's and the right. voice of a stranger, they will not follow. That's right. Amen. And the his more that you declare his word, mm -hmm. it's going to come forth because he watches over his word to perform That's it. Right. He's active and alert, watching over his word to perform it. So you want to be speaking forth his word. And as the more that you speak that out, the greater understanding you're going to get and the more clarity you're going to receive. 
And First Peter three four calls it the hidden man of the heart. That's right. Yes. A lot right. of people are waiting to hear some audible voice or sign and wonder or something, mm-hmm. but he leads from the inward man, the inward yes. witness. So he does sometimes have. I mean, there's visitation yeah. of angels and stuff and like that, but most of the time he leads by the hidden man of the heart. And he's gonna do this gradually. Mm-hmm. I mean, he will. Like Lindsay said, he may, you know, manifest spiritually to you sometimes by his spirit. The Lord may do that in a dream or different things. But those things you don't need to worry about. You don't seek after that. Yeah, you don't seek after that. He could do that, but you don't seek those things. Um, And I I guess I want to read more in 1 Corinthians 2 down further. Because the more you grow in the things of God, the more you'll understand as far as being led by the Lord and the things of the Spirit. So, um, let's see. Um, Let's look at verse 12. It says, Now we have not received the Spirit that belongs to the world, but the Holy Spirit who is from God, given to us that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts, the divine favor and blessing so freely lavished and bestowed upon us by God. And we are setting... And we are setting these truths forth in words not taught by human wisdom, natural wisdom, but taught by the Holy Spirit, combining, interpreting spiritual truths with spiritual language to those who possess the Holy Spirit. But the natural, non-spiritual man does not accept them or welcome them. Why? Because they don't know it. That's right. The natural man is not going to know these things. And if you are a born-again Christian, you just got born again, you're going to have to renew your mind like we talked about earlier. That's right. In order to grow. Because that's how you learn things of the Spirit. Because the Word and the Spirit go together. Um, Verse 14 again, it says, The natural, non-spiritual man does not accept or welcome those into his heart, the gifts and teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God, for they are meaningless and folly to them, nonsense to him, because he's incapable of knowing them or progressive, progressively recognizing or understanding them because they are spiritually discerned, estimated, and appreciated. But the spiritual man, the man that's born again, really baptized in the Holy Ghost, brings a lot more illumination, illumination and, and power to witness, is what it says in Acts. But the spiritual man tries all things, examines investigates, inquires into, and discerns all things, yet himself is to be put on trial and judged by no one else. He can read the meaning of everything, but no one can properly discern or prize or get insight into him. For who has known or understood the mind of the Lord as so as to instruct or guide him, give him knowledge? But we have the mind of Christ, the Messiah, right. and do hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart, says in verse 16. That's right. So the more you pray in the Holy Spirit, the more you renew your mind to the Word of God and continually feed on the Word of God and pray in the Holy Spirit, you will grow in the things of the Spirit and the things of His Word mm-hmm. and be able, to, you know, be able to recognize the leadings of the Holy Spirit. And you just need to yield and be available to the Lord because He... If you're available, he can really he can really help and teach you and and reveal things to you. And the more you're walking in in God's word, 
you're walking in his light because yeah. God's word is light. And I, as you were saying that, I was just thinking, you know, it says the non, the natural non-spiritual man does not accept or welcome or admit into his heart. That's his verse um, 14 of 1 Corinthians 2 that you were reading. Mm -hmm. Because it's folly to him. He can't understand it because he's he's in darkness. The, the person that's not born again is walking in darkness, even if they don't know it. That's right. Because Jesus is the light of the world. That's right. And when we receive Jesus into our heart, light comes into our spirit man. Our spirit man is born again, and we receive that light. If you think about in a basement of a house with no windows, and it was nighttime, and you had no light down there, you're walking around in that space and darkness. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're walking around, but you don't really know where you're going. You don't really know if there's something in front of you or behind you. You may not even know where the stairs are because it's so dark. But as soon as somebody would bring a spotlight or a light down there, you would be able to see. Well, that's what happens if you can picture that or even in a cave. If, if there's no light in a cave and somebody doesn't have like a spotlight or one of those headlamps, to show you which way that tunnel's going in the sure. cave, you're not going to know where you're going. You're walking around in this world with no light because you don't have the light of the world living on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. That's why the non-spiritual man can't understand spiritual things. It's nonsense to him. But as soon as that light gets turned on, and then if you get filled with the Spirit and <laughs> baptized in other tongues... It's like a bright spot. It's like huge. Amen. And Hallelujah. that's why it says in Proverbs, is the spirit of a man is a candle, candle of the Lord. It's now the inward parts of the belly. That's so right. So you can't even go there if you're you not can't, born again. No, you can't. And really, to be filled with the spirit even enhances it that much more. That much more. Hallelujah. Thank you, we Lord. We get excited talking about the word. <laughs> we didn't really pray that much today, but we're going to close and um, say a prayer. For you. Now that once he's close in prayer. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're so thankful that we know you, Lord. Yes. We're so thankful Hallelujah. that we hear you. Praise Just like Father. your word says, we know your voice. That's right. In a stranger's voice, we don't follow. We know that we when we acknowledge you and we just come to seek you and see your face, Lord, that you always change things. You change the atmosphere. You change... Even our morning into joy, Lord, sometimes you wake up and you just start praising the Lord from yes. your heart and that just rearranges your whole outlook because we know that when we look from your perspective in your eyes, we see ourselves in you, then we can be about what you have us to do in that day. So right now we take our seat afresh in you, Lord, as we go yes. about this day. We thank you for what your son has done for us on the cross. Thank you, Lord. The finished work of the cross. We thank you for the victory that we have in you, Lord, and that we can share it with others. We thank you that we overcome by the blood and the word of our testimony, Lord. Yes. So I thank you that for us and also every person that's listening on here, Lord, we thank you that we expect divine appointments this weekend. That's right. Yes. We expect intersections and crossings, Lord. We thank you. And we send your angels out now to go before, behind, beside, and all the way around yes, directing Lord. us, Lord. We thank you. Like I said already, we know your voice. Yes. So we just give you praise, honor, and glory for this time. And I just want to know the scripture yes. just to bless you. Because if you get together... And fellowship around the word. It says in Malachi uh, 3.16, this is the Lord. He says, Then those who feared the Lord talked often one to another, and the Lord listened and heard. 
Yes. And heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him of those who reverence and worshipfully feared the Lord and who thought on his name. Hallelujah. Just talking about him blesses him. Amen. So we just love you. Yes. We bless you. Yes. Until we can talk and meet and pray again together next time, have a blessed week in Jesus' name. In Jesus Amen. Amen. Amen.